0: Welcome to the fantasy football delivery men podcast with your host, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rody. Hello and welcome into the fantasy football delivery men podcast. I am your host, Kyle, the delivery men, Roddy, and we're going to go ahead and jump into the breaking news. But before we do, uh, I didn't want to get way too excited, but, uh, it's, it's time. It's championship time i mean it's if in fact you have made it to this point and your team is still going on i mean you know congratulations i believe the celebration is in order let's see going forward uh your team might be dinged up with some of the stuff we're going to talk about in the breaking news and you know listen ahead for some waiver wire pickups maybe some streaming options when we go over matchups and whatnot hopefully you can get there to the ones That are not moving on. Uh, That's okay. That's okay. There's always next year. In all actuality, uh, the chances of you actually making into the championship, or becoming the champion for the matter, most leagues are 12 league teams. I mean, uh, 12 team leagues. Uh, We'll we'll use littler numbers. We'll use a 10 team league, for example. You have a 10% chance of being the champion. And as you add more... Teams to the leagues, your chances go down. So, with that being said, you can't be disappointed when you had it. If you were in a 10 team league, you didn't make you're not gonna be the champion. You had this the odds stocked up against you 90%. I mean, come on, would you rather be on the 10% or the 90%? I'd like to have more of an opportunity. Perhaps maybe we should do like two team leagues. Yeah, 50 50 shot, or if you have no friends, you can just do a one team league, but that'd get pretty boring. I don't even know how that would work, anyways. I have I have already strayed away from the path way too much. Breaking news. Uh, this is just um, kind of a fun fun situation here. Uh, Justin Herbert is playoff bound for the first time in his career. Looks like as of late, if you held on to him, I mean, and redraft and whatnot, he's kind of turning it around. I mean, it looks like, you know, he had that rib injury early on, and that might have affected him quite a bit, but it looks like he's turning it around nicely. And like I said, Chargers are playoff bound. Uh, we got Tua Tenga Viola, once again, in concussion protocol. Uh, so that's not good news for uh, Miami Dolphins um, uh, or even Tua owners. Let's say made the championship and you got Tua as your uh, QB. We're going to talk about some uh, you know waiver pickups and streaming options, as I had stated earlier, so stay tuned for that. Broncos fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett yeah that's what he was saying when he was walking home, probably but uh we'll see if that was the problem in denver or if in fact it was a different issue mike white is in zach wilson back to the bench the ah man wilson oh man um if you're in the idp leagues where you got the defensive players uh this will be jj watt's final season he announced it on facebook today so that's kind of a big deal Uh, Christian Watson was ruled out of the game. Uh, Packers versus Miami. Going to have to monitor that situation going forward. He's been pretty hot as of late, but if, in fact, he can't go, going to have to pivot a different direction on that one. Uh, Jalen Hurts that SC uh, uh, joint sprain that he's got going on. Uh, He didn't play last week. Garner Minshew did feel... Oh, Garner Minshew. I mean, they didn't win, but he looked great. I mean, it was one of those situations where you know, maybe he'll get an opportunity uh, as a starter next year, which would be phenomenal. Uh, Carson Wentz uh, came into the game for the Washington Commanders this past weekend. So even though they are playoff, uh, you know, on the verge of the playoffs, well, let's take out Taylor Heineke and put in Carson Wentz. That takes some kahunas right there. I'm. It's one of those situations where I don't know. I don't know. Essentially, like I said, they're very close to making the playoffs. Now he just threw some controversy into the situation, not knowing who the starter will be going forward. Like I said, we record these early, so there might be some more news coming out. I'm just going to give you the news that I have right. Meow. And now let's jump into some studs of the week. Because I'm a stud. Cam Akers, if you stuck with him, even though he has not been—I mean, he was—he was drafted pretty high in a lot of leagues. I mean most commonly in that third to fifth round range, hoping for great things out of Cam Akers. Um, But it's been less than desired this year. Currently number 40 uh, running back in a half-point PPR format. But this last weekend, though, very Because I'm a stud. He, in fact, had. uh, He finished running back one on the week, 23 attempts, 118 yards and three touchdowns, 29 yards receiving. It was good to see. It, It gives a little bit of hope for that situation. I mean, they were, you know, they blew out. Uh, who were, in fact, were they playing? I do forget. Denver. <laughs> Denver. Yeah, they weren't sorry. They whooped up on him, like, in a big way. Um, another stud on the week. We got uh, T.J. Hawkinson finally finding the studs list, being part of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he was uh thirteen receptions on sixteen targets, one hundred nine yards, and two touchdowns. Very because I'm a indeed. stud. C.D. Lamb lit it up for the Dallas Cowboys this past weekend against Philadelphia uh, on their way to victory. 10 receptions on 11 targets, 120 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Then we have DeMonte Smith on the other side of the ball in that game. He had 8 receptions, 12 attempts. Well, not 12, t- you know what I'm saying. 12 targets, 113 yards, and 2 touchdowns. George Kittle continues to make uh, make a magic with Purdy. It's pretty good for George uh, Kittle. Owners currently finishing number tight end. Uh, two on the week, uh, six receptions on eight targets, 120 yards, two more touchdowns. So that gives him for the what the past two weeks, uh, five no four touchdowns in two games. Man, if you got him rolling into uh, the championship against Las Vegas, a pretty favorable matchup for the 49ers and the tight end position. Man, you're you're sitting pretty good if you did not uh, lose hope in George Kittle early on the season. Uh, Dak Prescott lands on the stud list. He is the quarterback one in the week, 27 uh, completions on 35 uh, attempts, 347 yards, three touchdowns, 41 yards rushing. Not too bad at all. Tyler Higby lit it up at the tight end position, uh, nine receptions on 11 targets, 94 yards, and two more touchdowns. Yeah, that's one of those situations where I didn't see that happening because as of late, he has had outputs of 2.4, 2.1. He did... Last week wasn't too bad with a 10.7, but then to jump up to 25.9, he probably won people a lot of weeks on their way to the championship. Uh, Justin Jefferson, still phenomenal this year, currently number one wide receiver on the season. Uh, he had 12 receptions on 16 targets, 133 yards, and one touchdown. I believe the number is he is 209 yards away from Kelvin uh, Johnson's receiving record. Kyle's, did you know fun fact of awesomeness? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, uh, they're notables. They didn't meet our threshold of uh, 25 points and a half point PPR at the quarterback position, but I'll throw their names out there as list as uh, out there as well. Uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, 14 attempts, 84 yards and one touchdown, 49 yards receiving, very studly. Shane, does Diostra this is the first time I'm saying his name, as you can tell. He's a tight end that kind of took over for TJ Hawkinson, if you will, in uh, Detroit. Uh, he found the end zone three times on five receptions, six targets, and 26 yards receiving. Uh, he, he, I mean, I, I, if anybody started him, it must be a very deep, deep, deep league. I mean, uh, he's actually owned in 0% of rosters. I do not think i've ever seen that before but i mean besides people that have already retired but they still leave them in in the in the apps that you might be looking at uh t higgins made the studs list with uh nine eight receptions on nine targets 128 yards and one touchdown jalen waddle also found himself there uh six uh six targets five receptions 143 yards and one touchdown Dante foreman came back to four man. <laughs> anyways Uh, He was a run back three on the week, 21 attempts, 165 yards, and one touchdown. So his 22.5 fantasy output was phenomenal compared to his last two weeks of 0.10, negative 0.10, mind you. That is a terrible line. Wow, that was a super bad performance out of him last week. I know he made the stinkers list, but uh, nine yards on 10 attempts and a fumble. Wowzer. Well, anyways, he bounced back nicely, that's for sure. All right, Kendrick Bourne finds himself on the stud list probably for the first time this year. Uh, Six receptions on nine targets, 100 yards, and one touchdown, one rush for 29 yards. Austin Eckler continues uh, to be very awesome. He's currently the number one running back on the season, actually, um, in the half-point PPR formats. Uh, He had 18 attempts, 67 yards, and two touchdowns, and 12 yards receiving. And uh James Conner also found himself there with 21.5 points. Output, 15 attempts, 79 yards, one touchdown, 41 yards receiving. And Los Angeles Rams, their defense, they found themselves on the studs list, putting up a cool 21 uh, fantasy output against the Denver Broncos yet again. Oh, man. The, I'm sorry. Just can't stop ripping on them. Uh Leonard Fournette, he also had a great week being the running back. Six on the week with 20 attempts, 72 yards. But he had 90 90 yards receiving also uh, in that victory over Arizona. And Los Angeles Chargers put up a cool 20 points against the Indianapolis Colts, which I do not think is cool, but it is what it is. I mean, it's weird that some of these people that you may have been hesitant on early on the season, such as like Austin Eckler and stuff, they're really turning it on during like playoff time when you really need them the most, granted that you made the playoffs. Um, it's, it's good to see that those situations are unfolding positively, uh, for those guys who you drafted high and wanted them to perform Jack leg. Speaking of Jack legs, Whoa. I'm kind of a Jack leg for going back jack to the Christmas music. And I hope everybody had a great Christmas, you know, I mean, be surrounded by family presents. Uh, I hope you got what you wanted this year. If not, go buy it for yourself. Treat yourself. Anyways, uh, Romeo Dubs. Jack leg, Robert Woods, jack leg, bunch of kickers, jack legs, Miles Sanders, two back-to-back weeks for Miles Sanders that have been less than desirable. Last week against Chicago, he was point four zero. This week against Dallas, 4.6. Ugh, that's, that's, that's messy right now. Uh, Justin Herbert, um, we, we had stated that he is playoff bound, but he found himself on the jack leg list. I got to see actually what his line was. Twenty-four for thirty-one, two hundred thirty-five yards, one interception. Well, I mean, they got the victory, twenty to three, over Indy. So, you know, whatever, I guess. Uh, Mike Evans, Byron Pringle, Aaron Jones, Royce Freeman, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jack Leg, Amari Rogers coming off his hot performance last week. Alec Pierce, Christian Kirk, Jack Leg, uh, Laquan Treadwell, Antonio Gibson, Josh Reynolds. Yeah, that's uh. It's a pretty extensive uh, jack leg list with uh, some major names that are mixed in there. Jack leg. So we're going to jump into some uh, our waiver segment. Boy, look, there's some people want to ride too. Pick them up. And it's mainly defense being this late in the season. You're looking for pivot options. Uh, New York Giants are at the top of the waiver wire uh, pickup list this week. And that's going against Indianapolis. Boy, Indianapolis is the... Eh, whatever maybe they'll get a high draft pick at this rate so that's what indie fans are holding out for so yeah we'll do that uh jacksonville jaguars going up against houston is also the as well was actually the second highest pickup in uh half point ppr even though the scoring might be slightly different in your leagues um another good performance out of uh isaiah hoggins um out of, for the new york giants uh he as wide rece- wide receiver seven uh last week he was uh Eight receptions on eleven targets, eighty-nine yards, and one touchdown. He's found the end zone three times in the last four games. He is probably your main uh, pickup, although Indianapolis is not a desirable uh, secondary to go up against. It eh, might be somebody you need to pivot to. Uh, Greg Dorsett has been, you know, he's been hot or cold, but uh, he's also towards the top of the priorities in the in the waiver segment. Currently rostered in 10% of the league. So you other ninety percent, he's still sitting out there. He had he was targeted eleven times in the last game, uh, ten receptions, ninety-eight yards. Also had twenty-five yards rushing. Uh, Mike White, uh eh, chances are if you in the championship, you got the quarterback that you wanted and are looking for, unless you're going like, oh crap. I have Tua, he's out. There's not a lot of good options out there. Mike White against the Seattle Seahawks is more of a favorable matchup. Um, so that'd probably be where I'm at as far as, uh, streaming options at the quarterback position, not totally ideal, but it might be the best of a bad situation. Tyler Algier is also rostered in 69% of leagues. Uh, he's got a favorable matchup against Arizona. He's kind of, he's kind of taken over for, I mean, Cordero is kind of still getting his, but in the last two weeks he had, um, 23 touches. And then the week before he had 18 touches. Those are that's a lot of uh touches at the running back position. So that means more opportunity for your guy. Um, Jahan Dotson, who's been as of late, fighting in the end zone, uh, three out of the last four games. Actually three out of the last three games, because they run by week uh, three weeks ago. So uh, he's got a nice little streak going for him. So but then that that goes into that Carson Wentz category. Is Carson Wentz gonna be chucking the ball to Jahan Dotson? Uh, To Terry McLaurin. It's going to be kind of a wait and see situation. Although, rostered in 83% of leagues, Cam Akers uh, is a must have going into this next matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers. So, if he's out there, somebody had anger dropped him, something like that, uh, go ahead, grab him, toss him in. (laughs) Rob Rob Gronkowski. Oh, man. Uh, This might be like kind of a dynasty pickup situation because. Breaking news uh, Rob Gronkowski says, uh, that he in fact is, has the door open for Rob Gronkowski to return in 2023. So that might be a sneaky stash if in fact you, um, uh, have that availability roster spots and whatnot. Cause I mean, Gronk is currently 32 years old. Um, still in his last, you know, his last couple years, he was, you know, not too, too bad. I mean, He was still playing the majority of the snaps, giving you outputs of like 25, 15, 17.2. And that was in his final season in Tampa Bay. So maybe, maybe he makes another comeback. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I like the Mike White streaming option better than Teddy Bridgewater in this situation, but desperation is a smelly cologne, my friend. It might be something you have to look at. Uh, Brock Purdy, if he's still out there, he's been pretty good lately. So he's rostered in 11% of leagues and in the last Uh, four weeks quarterback 18, quarterback 8, quarterback 14, quarterback 13 going against a favorable matchup of the Las Vegas Raiders next week. So, yeah, maybe okay, maybe my order would go Brock Purdy, then Mike White, and well, that should be the end of that list. I'm thinking because chances are the Jared Goffs and uh Trevor Lawrence's in redraft, they're probably already rostered. So now let's get into our week 16, well, week 17. My bad. My bad. Week 17 championship preview. <laughs> Congratulations once again that you are in the championship. So let's take it from here. Let's do this. Let's get over the hump. Let's make a championship. Let's get that ring. Let's get that belt. Whatever your uh, championship prizes, money, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't, don't know if I can discuss that on air. But anyways, um, let's get you there. Thursday night matchup, we got the 11-4 and four Dallas Cowboys at the 7-8 and eight Tennessee Titans. Dallas isn't going to be benched anybody because they still have something to play for, um, especially with beating Philadelphia. Philadelphia drops the next two games. Dallas wins out. Uh, probably put Philadelphia behind Dallas. Uh, Philly doesn't have it locked up quite yet. Um, so Dak Prescott. Um, uh, Willis for Tennessee eh, It's one of those things where it's like it's You want better stuff to come out of him But it's not going to happen this year Do not look his direction Derrick Henry never gets benched for any situation um, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard Should both be in your lineup uh, Ezekiel Elliott finds the end zone It seems like every week And Tony Pollard gives you the yards That makes it feel like it's worth it uh, Once again, it's a Thursday night game Do not put anybody in your flex <laughs> That are in these games. Uh, CD Lamb's been phenomenal. Uh, Gallup also should be in your lineup. He found the end zone last week. Looked really great. I don't like any of the wide receiver core for Tennessee due to the fact it's uh, you know the rookie quarterback Willis tossing the ball their way. Um, uh, there, uh, Dalton Schultz. You know he's 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 a serviceable tight end. I mean, if you got him, uh, he's giving you that baseline of like six to. 10 points so if you're comfortable with that go that route uh Austin Hooper for boom bust especially with uh Willis being the quarterback but they've been kind of leaning on that rookie that I cannot pronounce his name so I'm not going to but I'm going to try I guess Okonkawa Okonkawo anyways you know who I'm talking about if you don't you're probably not really paying attention to fantasy football anyways uh moving on to the uh Sunday matchups uh happy new year by the way on Sunday Hopefully you got back from your destinations on New Year's Eve safely and you're ready to enjoy this uh, Sunday slate of games. We got Arizona at 4-11 at the 5-10 Atlanta Falcons. Um, James Conner, I like him for Arizona. Uh, The other ones like DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Hollywood Brown, you're taking shots on them just because of the backup quarterback situation. You don't know what to expect out of it, but you may not have a choice at this point. Uh, We might be able to talk some pivot options, but... um, it's 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 scary but I do like Drake London in this matchup against Arizona's defense Tyler Algier. um boom bust uh, Cordell Patterson you might get 10 points out of him if in fact you do feel uh lucky but um I'd advise to stay away from Patterson if you have a slightly different option to pivot to not very uh not up to a very good start for exciting uh games as far as boom uh you know, boom, bust, making things happen here. Um, and then we got the 3-12 and 12 Chicago Bears at the 7-8 Detroit Lions. Justin Fields, Jared Goff, they're both going to be in your lineup, both having outstanding seasons. Justin Fields more on the ground, Jared Goff more through the air. Uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, he's got the upside of the receiving game, especially in full-point PPR. Uh, Jamal Williams hasn't found the end zone as of late, and they've kind of been phasing him out slightly. Uh, he's still getting the carries, but it's just not – computing to what he needs which is he's pretty much touched on dependence so if you have a different option i would go ahead and explore that one Uh, david montgomery i don't like any of the wide receiver options because you're taking a shot in the dark on all of them uh st brown pringle uh pettis one of them might find the end zone but you don't know which one uh i'm gonna run st brown dj chark um are phenomenal uh as of late uh josh reynolds if you're looking for you know a boomba situation that might uh help tip the scales in your favor that's an option i would not expect the same kind of output uh out of the tight end position off of uh shane azalistra whatever i had said earlier i don't you know three touchdowns in one game based on 26 yards receiving it's great but i don't i i'd rather have Cole met on the other side of the ball in that situation because that has more of a stable foundation um, seven and eight, Jacksonville Jaguars at the. Well, let's just stop there. The AFC South leading Jacksonville Jaguars. Let that sink in for a minute. Currently on top of the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, let's move on. Seven and eight, Jaguars at the two twelve and one, Houston Texans. Um, Trevor Lawrence, don't leave your lineup. Travis Etienne also is is the guy there. Uh, Christian Kirk is coming off a, a rough week, but he's looking to bounce back. Zay Jones, boom, bust. You know That's kind of what the name of the game is for him. Evan Ingram, if you're looking for that stability at tight end, currently tight end five on the season, it has been phenomenal down the stretch. Um, and I don't really like anybody for Houston. So chances are there will not be a lot of Houston guys playing in this game. Uh, I mean, they'll be playing in the game, but not in your fantasy matchups, especially the championship for that matter. Uh, the four and 11 Denver Broncos at the 12 and three Kansas city chiefs. Huh. Huh. Anyways, uh, Derek McKinnon has been turning on as of late should be a phenomenal start, especially in full point PPR. Isaiah Pacheco will probably see a lot of groundwork because after Kansas city gets well ahead of Denver, they will probably lead on the running game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Juju Smith, Schuster, MBS for boom bus. Kadarius Tony did find the end zone last week. Um, not substantially great numbers. Just had one reception on two targets. But he did find the end zone nonetheless. Um, looking to get him more acclimated to that lineup. Um, but we're not quite there yet. Um, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Ugh. I mean, Judy actually has been pretty serviceable as of late. So Judy's going to be in your lineup. Cortland Sutton, it's not It's not translating, translating to big numbers, but it is translating to numbers nonetheless. I mean, he's kind of sitting around that 10-point. Uh, category. So, if that's what you're looking for, Kansas City does have a favorable, um, matchup for wide receivers. Their secondary is not outstanding, and, uh, Denver probably will be passing to catch up. So, with that being said, you could shoot your shot with Cortland Sutton. I'm okay with that. Greg Dosich did see a lot of targets, uh, last week. Um, yeah, he might be the best option that you got out there. I mean, currently ranked as like a tight end two. Um, but he's actually currently uh, listed as out. So that might be something you want to monitor if, in fact, he does have an injury or is part of any kind of an injury report. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I, I don't even have to tell you not to ever take him out of the lineup because you should know that by now. Uh, the 8-7 and seven Miami Dolphins at the 7-8 and eight New England Patriots. Tua, watch that situation see if he's good to go. If, in fact, he's not, pivot accordingly, find a different streaming option to be able to make it happen. Uh, Andre Stevenson eh, had a really rough week, especially holding onto the ball. So I don't know what that means for Bill Belichick. If in in fact, they're going to put him in the doghouse. I find it to be risky, but, uh, you know, Damian Harris was inactive last week, but he's trending towards being active again. So yeah, and it's, it's so unpredictable with Bill Belichick. So I don't know what to think of that. Uh, Jacoby Myers is the only wide receiver option that I find to be any kind of consistent. Uh, value in the New England Patriots wide receiver room: Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. If you're looking for boom, bust, like huge, I got no one else to find. It is a very deep league. Um, Trent Sherfield, uh, which I've mentioned in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Mike Gesicki did see some targets the last game, didn't translate to anything, so I won't go that direction. Hunter Henry, also same situation. Um, he's considered day to day actually with a knee injury, so if in fact he's not good to go, I mean you could shoot your shot with um, John Smith. But even him, you know, he's got suffering from a head injury, so maybe you just want to avoid that tight end position altogether in New England. Then we have the four ten and one Indianapolis Colts at the eight six and one uh, New York Giants. Favorable matchup for uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, if he's out there, um, I doubt he is. He's a top ten quarterback. He's rostered in, you know, eighty percent of leagues. But if in fact he's out there, that might be your Uh, pivot from Tua to Daniel Jones and New England hasn't been much on defense so you know you gotta roll with what you can Zach Moss was leading the team in rushing carried the ball 12 times 65 yards Uh, did catch one ball out of the backfield for five yards so that might be an option if in fact you really really need a desperation running back Uh, because Giants defense is pretty legit uh, Saquon Barkley don't leave your lineup we had talked about Isaiah Hodgins uh, where he's been uh, kind of the lead dog back there even ahead of Darius Slayton uh, finding the end zone multiple times in the last couple of weeks uh, Michael Pittman uh, Paris Campbell hasn't been much but I'd probably still have to go with Michael Pittman for any kind of a a security comfort type situation, uh, and then um, there's you can shoot your shot with any of the Indianapolis Titans because one of them will probably do something, but you don't know which one, and I don't know which one to tell you because they like to keep it a guessing game. And Bellinger, he's still, you know, he's he was hot early on on earlier on in the season, but as of late, not so much. Uh, find a different tight end. Don't use an Indy one or a New York Giants one. We have the 6-9 Orleans Saints at the 13-2 Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts is, in fact, set to be back, hopefully. So that would be good for the Hurts owners going into the championship week. Um, Miles Sanders, as of late, not phenomenal. Not really enjoying what that's all about. Uh, Elvin Kamara, he's been serviceable. Been putting up some decent numbers. He'll be in your lineup. Uh, If Chris Olave's back, mm, yeah, I mean, it's a hamstring injury that he currently has. Yeah, is the only one I would trust. Even if he's back, I'd still even feel kind of iffy, especially when it comes to hamstrings. But the guy's good. I mean, if they see their season as a total loss, maybe they'll just tell him to sit out. So that's why it's important that you pay attention to the injury uh report going forward. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, both should be in your lineup. Not even in flexes, but wide receiver one, wide receiver two categories. Dallas Godert came back in a big way, looked great. Uh, so you can have him in your lineup. Joanne Johnson, uh, he had an off week last week, but he's been pretty steady up until that point. Currently tight end number 13 in a uh, half-point PPR league, so if you have either one of those tight ends, feel free to start them. 6-9 and nine Carolina Panthers at the 7-8 and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, that's... What do we got here? I'm going to say uh, Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady. Uh, Sam Darnold hasn't really been kicking out huge numbers, but although he did pretty good against Detroit, giving you a plus, you know, over 20-point output, will you see it against the Denver, I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense? That's going to be it's gonna be a tough matchup for him, but if you're going to roll, you're going to roll with DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, um, like I had stated, Leonard Fournette. Uh, the tight end position on both teams is a shoot-your-shot situation, and I don't enjoy either one of them. So I'd kind of advise against that. Uh, The 6-9 Cleveland Browns at the 7-7-1 Washington Commanders. I don't know who's going to be starting that quarterback for Washington. So you're going to have... Deshaun Watson should be in your lineup if, in fact, uh, you do have him. He's been giving you a steady... I mean, it's not really boom-bust exciting, but he's finding his way, and he might be able to against the Commanders defense. Um, You know, also another good pivot point from... Um, uh, Tua, you know Deshaun Watson, seventy-five percent leagues he's rostered, so he might be sitting out there. Nick Chubb never leaves your lineup whatsoever for any reason ever, so don't do it. Um, Cream Hunt, you know it, we have talked about it before. He has not been utilized the way that we believe he should, but you know next year, especially in a dynasty format, you hold him because you know, it it could translate to something if he goes to a different team, maybe finds more of a lead role type situation, which, you know, he's getting up there in age currently 27. We're getting to that almost 30 mark where it's kind of like the death wish for um, running backs. I actually believe that they have moved that down to like the age of 28. So he's really close to that. So, you know, I hope the best for him. But uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, Brian Robinson seems to be the uh, workhorse as of late. Uh, last game, he had the, you know, he had 22 carries, 58 yards. So the workload is there, and Cleveland's a favorable matchup as far as the running game goes. So I'd feel good about Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. If you're looking for a flex option that maybe you can uh, lean on, there's an option there, and he also has the upside of the kick return game. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. I'd feel comfortable with McLaurin wide receiver too. Um, Jahan Dotson. Flex option, Curtis Samuel too. I kind of value Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson as the same on this team. Uh both flex options this week against Cleveland. Uh Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples Jones, Amari Cooper. It's kind of the same situation where you value Amari Cooper and Terry McLaurin as like um wide receiver twos and then uh Donovan Peoples Jones would be that that uh flex factor there in that situation. Then we have the 11 and 4 San Francisco 49ers at the 6 and 9 Las Vegas Raiders. You know, I don't know, I almost hit the golden game on this, but I do like uh for a start of the week, I'm going to I'm going to turn it over to Brandon Ayuk in this one. I think this is going to be a week for him. I think he's going to actually, you know, get the attention that he needs from Brock Purdy. Um he gave you 10 points in fantasy output last week. Um Debo Samuel could actually return to practice this week. That's good news for them. But if, in fact, you know, don't rush him back, not before the playoffs. I mean, I mean, you can. You know, and probably some fantasy owners would be like, what do I do now? Um, if Debo Samuel is playing, he's going to be utilized. That's just, you know, how Shanahan runs this offense. So uh, Christian McCaffrey doesn't leave your line. Same with Josh Jacobs, who's been having his phenomenal season, currently a wide receiver, I mean, running back three. He's not going to get a huge game on the ground yards-wise, but he'll probably find the end zone. Uh, Devontae Adams never leaves your lineup. Hunter Renfro did find the end zone last week and was actually targeted seven times. So, you know, we'll see what that holds for the future, Um, you know, especially in the in the Dynasty game. Darren Waller, since coming back, you know, has given you outputs of 12.3, 7.8. So, although the San Francisco 49ers isn't a favorable matchup, He'd be a decent pivot at the tight end position, and George Kittle should be a lock, stock, and barrel in this situation. If you got him on your team and you're in the championship, you should feel good about your tight end position. That's for sure. The seven and eight New York Jets at the seven and eight Seattle Seahawks. I love go! I think this game has plenty to go around. Um, if Tyler Lockett is back from that broken finger. He's going to have a game. DK Metcalf. If, in fact, Lockett isn't back, you might want to put Goodwin in um, in the flex position. I do like Garrett We'll send him this one. Elijah Moore, now that Mike White is going to be leading the ship again. Uh, Zonovan Knight. Um, even Michael Carter in a flex option, I think, would be ideal. Uh, Tyler Conklin. I think you can find some solace in playing him. Um I mean CJ Zada, CJ, who's your mama? Has been kind of getting his hand in the honeypot, but I like Tyler Conklin more in this one. Same with Noah Fant. Uh, he he's currently number t- seventeen tight end on the season. He's got that, um, you know, that that ability to not blow teams, but give you a pretty steady um, point output at the tight end position. The twelve and three Minnesota Vikings at the seven and eight Green Bay Packers. This one, else, this one should actually warrant another golden game. I think. Do I do two? No, can't be doing that. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers are gonna be in your lineup. Uh, Delvin Cook, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, A.J. Dillon possibly in a flex option against Minnesota. Um, I believe in the last time he actually played Minnesota, he gave you seventeen point six fantasy points uh, at the running back position with ten attempts, forty-five yards, one touchdown, forty-six yards receiving. So he's familiar with Minnesota, and he's performed very well against them. Uh, if Christian Watson back is back, he's in your lineup. Alan Lazard, with Watson being out in the last game, really turned it on, was leaned on a lot by Aaron Rodgers. He did a very good job. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen there in your lineup. TJ Hawkinson, uh, Robert Tunyon, no, don't do it. If you got him and you're thinking about it, don't do it. The so 5-8 and eight Los Angeles Rams at the 9-6 Los Angeles Chargers. Baker Mayfield, as of late, has been yeah, pretty decent. I mean, he gave you two uh, performances over 14 points. It's not a huge, like, holy crap, amazing, because he doesn't do the running game, you know, for um, Los Angeles. But possible pivot option. Yeah. If you're feeling risky, let's roll. Uh, Cam Akers has been pretty great as of late. So once again, you gotta keep Brian that hot hand. Austin Eckler never leaves your lineup. Keenan Allen, um, Mike Williams. Uh, Palmer, Joshua Palmer has kind of fallen off the wagon as of late with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being, um, you know, permanent fixtures in that lineup. So kind of phase out Joshua Palmer, uh, Van Jefferson for boom bust, mainly bust. It's one of those situations where it's, they're winning games. They're just winning them in a really, really weird fashion. But Tyler Higbee, as long as, um, Baker Mayfield is quarterback, he should be in your lineup. Uh, Gerald Everett Goose the last week but you know he's still got Justin Herbert as quarterback so there is plenty of upside in that situation sometimes that's what you got to play is the upside the seven and eight Pittsburgh Steelers at the ten and five uh, Baltimore Ravens um, we're still unsure if Lamar, Lamar Jackson would be back he could see a week 17 return um, but he still has that knee injury so That one's going to be a tough one to play. I'm not sure if, in fact, the, I don't know. Yeah, if if Lamar Jackson's back, you're going to be playing him at 10-5 and and, you know, probably playoff bound. I'd be surprised if they'd rush this situation, but you you never know. Uh, Kenny Pickett's the quarterback. That means George Pickens is your wide receiver that will be in the lineup. Um, Dante Johnson also has been giving you kind of a baseline, even with Kenny Pickett at quarterback, so you could start both of them. Uh, Najee Harris will be in your lineup. And J.K. Dobbins I like over Gus Edwards in this situation. At the wide receiver situation uh, in Baltimore, you're going to go Demarcus Robinson if you're going to go anybody, but that would be at best the flex option. And then the tight ends, Pat Frymuth, Mark Andrews, of course. Never leave your lineup for any reason ever. And the final matchup of your championship week is the 12-3 and 3 Buffalo Bills at the 11-4 Cincinnati Bengals. let I like it. I love it. This is gonna be a great matchup. I'm thinking a lot of high powered offense in this game. Um and James Cook has got to be in your lineup at, at least at a flex option. Uh Devin Singletary. Uh he's you know, he's probably one of your starting two running backs anyway. So you can feel comfort in both of those running backs. Josh Allen never leaves your lineup, Joe Burrow, same thing. Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, uh T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd is questionable going into uh, this week, keep an eye on that. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, Gabe Davis, once again, they are boom bust flex options. So, you know, play as such. Um, uh, Stephon Diggs never leaves your lineup for any situation ever. Dawson Knox has been great as of the last three weeks, giving you tight end four, tight end three, tight end, tight end nine performances. Is the tight end nine performance even came against a stingy Chicago defense that's really good against the tight end. So, Cincinnati's. A little bit um, a little bit worse at that position uh, in, in guarding the tight end. So Dawson Knox is a go. Uh, Hayden Hurst started off hot as of late. He's likely to return in Week 17, so I won't want to roll the dice on that. But yeah, there it is. That's your Week 17 preview. <laughs> you did it. Pat yourself on the back if you can reach your arm back that far. Give it a pat. You made it to the championship of fantasy football you did it into the ones that didn't it's okay there's always next year do not lose any sleep over it um you know that's that's the game it's any given week in the game of fantasy football i mean there's some teams that you have the most points but you are in last place because you have more points scored against you you know than any other team in the league it's it's frustrating i know but it's just the way the cookie crumbles as cookie monster would say or something like that i'm not sure but anyways yeah thanks for listening i appreciate um you yeah letting me in your ear holes i guess uh and coming back for more week in and week out so i'm just wishing luck to all the ones that are playoff bound some of you are battling for um even draft pick position in a dynasty format so you know best of luck in that i mean just don't give up don't be the person that just mentally checks out and then blah 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 and then waits till next year and then you know, is just not active or anything, especially in dynasty formats. Don't be that person. Keep it exciting, keep it alive, and whatnot. But yeah, thanks for listening, and thank you to our sponsors, Anchor and the Brothers Three of Oconto. Oh yeah, um, and boom um, shakalaka! Oh, that was a little jump start. Rhymer heating. Boom um, shakalaka! Of the crivets area. Once again, thank you for listening. Go ahead, leave a review. I do appreciate it. And we are the Fantasy Football Deliveryman Podcast out.